okay. So and eventually we got to move from this scene, Carl, to the scene where the boy discovers the treasure. Underneath the trees. Yep. Because they he were said, made with the... Uh, that fruit. The brazier fruit. Yeah, the brazier. The, the eggplant the, uh, fruit. The bon the big I mean, like, it's a classic young adult novel. Uh, and if you're looking for pirate books, it's always recommended. And... Always recommended. Yeah. You know, when they said, like, the unseen Peter Sellers classic, uh -huh. that's the wrong use of the word classic. Classic is something that was released once, and it was so good that it has endured. It has had legs. It was a piece of gold. That's a classic. Hey, check it out. It's a piece of shit movie from Robin Williams that's off the shelf. No, it's a Lost Robin Williams classic. Yeah, but Lost Robin Williams film, not a classic. Cause family a classic. classic. Can't it's, be lost. It's the Lost family classic. Your whole family yeah, loved it. Look, 101 You're... Dalmatians was a family classic because we all saw it. Because our family saw it and we love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Let me see. I had some information about the actors. I mean, I talked about Tony and the two guards. I think I had one other person. I didn't look up anything from the kid. Uh-huh. No problem. You know. eh, children don't count. Oh, no. The other the other actor was just the guy on from the documentary saying he wasn't able to eat at the commissary. They wouldn't let him eat at the buffet. Even well, though he was... Well. He was a fucking... Dude, if you were one of the pirates and you were yeah. on the ship... Yeah, they. One of the one of the crew, like they set up a uh, a dolly shot. They built a uh, tracks four in the morning for a six o'clock shoot. And Peter Sellers at that point said, "I want to meet the crew." And he said, "We got to rebel against the director." Sellers did. Yeah, Sellers and inspired them. No, the director said that he was just acting like one of the characters from his movie. It's all right, Jack. Like you pretending oh. to be like a worker or something like that. What a jerk! Yeah, in the book too, the captain like beats the shit out of the boy. I was I was following up on as a week. lesson or something. I get oh. what you when you duck someone. Here we go. They found the ghost. Here it is, Carl. The ghost, right there in the midnight sun. Wait, no, midday. No, it's the noonday. Yeah, so this is not the midnight. It's a good ghost. Yeah. Hey, my pirate friend. Also, this these these uh title cards. Yeah. It must be because they didn't have anything. He must have just added them. You know? In editing, in post. Look, Here we go. I mean... Julep. Wait a minute. When you wrap the harvest, you can't treasure map. Can't save it away. Must have been dipping his quill in the jennifer juice. Jennifer juice. And Frank just said he was bitten jennifer seeds just before he choked to death. I don't remember that in the beginning of the movie. Okay. Do you remember him spitting seeds out? No. 
Yeah. Now, if it's under the tree, how can you? I mean, it looks like the ground's undisturbed. Like no, maybe. there's there's more than meets the eye. Okay. Now, if that sky stays enough, he will keep it for himself. But if we do, we will share it with the crew after we have delivered it to the bed. Bed that must be buried here. Right. Look, so they've been sitting under this tree for fuck all, and now they're suddenly like, look, it's fake. Look, I found a, a fucking shovel. They find a shovel in the dirt. And also, this island's not that big. I mean,. Okay, if they found a shovel in the dirt, is that unrealistic? It's probably realistic because it had been used to bury. He must have buried it. I don't understand. He killed the guy and he fell into the treasure. Like, so when they discover the treasure, are they going to find the, the skeleton? Is that what we were seeing? It was when he said, when will yeah. supper be ready? He right. fell onto the treasure. Oh, there's another funny joke in this movie where they go, uh, what's for dinner? The pirates are... Uh, and the, the the other cook, the new cook says, beans, uh, bean salad. He goes, uh, I don't know what it's bean, uh, bean stew. He goes, I don't know what it's bean, but it ain't stew. <laughs> it's bean stew. Bean it's bean stew. stew. Oh, well, what I is it now? It bean, but now it's stew. <laughs> I'm not Right, like this family. Is this a family film? Like, I bring the kid to watch this film? Yeah, I guess so. Nothing really. 70s, yeah. Yeah. That is a very good question. They were just. What comes after 12? 13. 13. No, 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 no. Don't say that to a pirate, Carl. Don't say that 13. That number is. Bad luck. Look, they just find pickaxes. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it is it a believable premise? Because it was I think so, but there. I also feel like wouldn't they remember that? Like he killed the guy over the buried treasure, and he forgets where it is. I get that, but yeah, like why? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, why did he forget? I mean, he did murder him right on the treasure. He didn't see that, or he's maybe so... there's multiple treasures. No. If any of these want any of these here up, you have my personal permission to take them. Right now. Very nice you to give them the Right? They're just riffing outside. Yeah. It, yeah, the movie ran out of steam at this point. But we're still going to watch it, Carl. Stay yeah, me, we buddy. sure are. Uh, eight more minutes of this. Seven, seven and a half. A lot of times... <laughs> you really want to watch a bad movie, but it's so hard, and it's so nice to have friends or somebody with you. The documentary was better. Yeah, is that what you're you're pitching our audience? Yeah, so we we're doing it. We're but making. I don't it. know, but this one is so bad. Maybe it's okay. What is he finding? Uh, I don't know. Oh, there's Roz. Uh -huh. Oh, I think he does a, a Hamlet joke. Uh -huh. I knew him well. Uh, poor I knew him well. Uh, ah! I knew him well. I knew him, Horatio. 
Yeah, you know what? I keep forgetting of that scene. That's like way at the end of Hamlet, right? Like you got a castle, things are happening, and then he goes to a fucking gravestone, a graveyard. Well, I think Shakespeare was trying to get us for ready for the suicide uh, contemplation, a whiff of death, as it were. Uh, but what do I know? You like that joke? What was it? I don't. He had a hook. And he waves his hook in his face, and then he removes the hook, and he has a wagging finger there that he starts wagging at him. <laughs> okay. Well, he doesn't know where the treasure is. He's going to discover the treasure because he's going to discover the other three crew members uh, with their treasure. And they're going to equitably distribute it. They're going to share it. You know, Carl, I don't know how this movie ends. Why? I don't. I'm trying to figure out in my head like where it ends, and I just can't. Can't. I mean, where's this leading? No, wait. Nowhere. Is it? Did you only watch it? You watched no. the documentary and this only one time? No, I watched the documentary twice, and I watched this movie close to two times. <laughs> I tried, man. The second okay, time. No, was rough. I understand. It really sucks, but uh, the thing is. I mean, I don't want to tell you how to do my job. You, but I, you, you, have I, you don't have to. Force you don't yourself. Have it's you don't have to tell your job. I did everything for you. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm. It's just the. It throws my time. It throws my timing off when you tell me what to do. Okay, I will stop. But I appreciate it though, because you are the king. All right, they found the treasure. <laughs> Okay, so now they're all They're hitting each other in the head. This is it's funny, right? It's funny. throws it up yeah i mean yeah the sound effect hopefully there you know yeah i mean it's funny these these pirates are going to bring the boy home Okay, that's the best thing. Wow, that's it. Oh, wait. Oh, this is the ending. I remember this. Listen, Carl, they barely talk to each other until 45 minutes into the film, and now they can't, can't separate them. So what happened to the – they had a falling out, too, I guess. Yeah, in real life, they had a falling so out, too. That 
they wouldn't shoot together. No, it wasn't as bad as that. They just were, you know, they've been friends for decades and, and companions, so they have their ups and downs. There was a down. Yeah, so this is how the film ends. The pirates tie these guys up, bury them, and uh, take the treasure off and become pirates. And then here comes the ending. Yay! Yay! Shot in blurry cypress. Yes. And then uh, over in Weston. Carl, what you think of this movie? Um, I don't know what to think of it. Sometimes it made me laugh. I don't know what to think of it. it bag of alligators. Clive, oh, so Clive Rebell was the uh, the king of uh, Algiers. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know what to think. I don't know. I would have to really see it without our show, I guess, because sometimes it was making me laugh, but I think you were highlighting the funny parts. And I saw some draggy ass parts, you know. So, um, what did you think of this movie, Michael? Hi, Carl. Hi. I had a little internet hiccup. What did you think of this movie? I mean, I love Spike Milligan, and he's he's. When I especially understand what he's doing, I could see like some funny stuff. So I was completest. Yeah, but this is a real, like, I think the documentary really, really is good. Uh, he's made other movies, you know, uh, Species 2. He's done a lot of TV, you know, he's he, Remington Steel to, uh -huh. like, most recent stuff. He's been around, right? And we know of him. But this film, like, the documentary was great. It was one of the few times I've seen a movie about a bad film from the director who made it. And yeah, I recommend that, that on 2B. This, this was just kind of garbage i don't know it was nothing happening and there was only a few good scenes and they were completely out of place of what else was there uh but i like i like the funny stuff in there but it was just would you have hard. liked to seen spike from the beginning like throughout would you have liked to see him be part of the project it might have been yeah. funnier if if they had a real script if they had like people who knew how to produce this film and they weren't trying to shoot like that yeah. They would have been able, if Spike Milligan was involved and it was as crazy as that market scene, every single scene, I would be raving about this film. It would probably wouldn't be, it would probably be even harder to watch, but it would just be like so much fun that there's a film like that. Have you learned how to say Cypriot yet from this episode? Cypriot? Very close, very close. Man, well, we would like to hear what you say. So please write down what your opinion. Put it in on a piece of paper. Below. Yeah, uh, the comments below. And then put that piece of paper in a glass bottle. Put a cork in the bottle, and throw it out your window. And we'll, yeah, yeah. see if it makes not... its way to us. That way, you gave us their opinion, and we don't have to read it. Uh, anyway, so that's been our movie. Uh, sorry, we tortured the audience with a, the ghost in the noonday sun. This God. might be the episode to skip. No, what do you think? You gonna say that after? No, I I I researched this movie. I don't uh -huh. think there's any skip, skipping needed. Okay, Carl, are you excited about next week's movie? I'm not sure. Does it is it Wells? No. Well, yeah, right. That's our next one. Well, okay. Wasn't there another? No, well, we... there is another one. It, it's the um, the human. Uh, yeah. The 1927 film. Oh, right. So, right. We're going back to the 
films from 1927, as you know, they now are in the public domain. Right. We're watching them. We have uh, Sunrise. Sunrise, the story of two yeah. humans, the which story. I've seen, Carl. It's an amazing film. Uh, by amazing, <laughs> I mean you can barely see it. Like it's so bright, everything. But it's cool. And not to be confused with the science fiction movie Sunrise, where they have to stop the they sail to the uh, sun. I never saw it. It was a Danny Boyle movie. They go at night. Right. For, you know, because it's dangerous. Yeah. That's the only time you can go to the sun. Right. When yeah. it, Well, sometimes if there's like an eclipse, you get lucky and there's an eclipse. Then you go, let's go. Get in the ship. We're going. Quick. Quick. We only have five minutes. No time to piss. We got to go. <laughs> you can piss on the ship. Do it out the window. We don't have a trailer for this film, but it's one of the films that are now in the public domain. What it is, is it a called? Sunrise. There's a tagline. Yeah, some really awful tagline. Oh, okay, here it is. Sunrise, a song of two humans. That's it. 1927. Yep. Sunrise, so come, a song of two humans. That'll be next time. Come back next week. Check All us right. out. Great. We'll be we'll be here on the YouTube. We'll be here on the podcast, and we're always here on MutinyRadio.fm and on Facebook, Twitter, and, and Discord. Discord. Also, you yeah. can write a piece of uh, write a note, put it in a <laughs> bottle. We're on Discord. We're on Datcord. All yeah, the cords. All the cords. These cords right here. These nuts. Listen, should we end this podcast? With these nuts? See you next time. These nuts right here. <laughs> All right. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike B. Goldman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Begoldman It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeer by Michael Hi! Friend, I, I wrote this song. My turn-ons are French noodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, the only show with the acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Except no substitutions. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. How are you, buddy? Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Listen, YouTube is one word. It should be just Y, not Y-T.
you can hear the first initial of, of the acronym of every word when I say let's watch a late movie on here he goes you too the t is pronounced okay okay we are a podcast we're streaming first right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every sunday 2 p.m pacific standard time since 2016 we love the station you can also check out our podcast you have to use our acronym it's l w a f l m o i t and you can find us we drop every sunday night or subscribe to us on YouTube and watch the video version on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube every week. You watch with us, listen to the podcast at the same time. We have a very special guest, a special guest, all the way from New Jersey. Please give it up for Anthony Quinn, returning champion. Hi, Anthony. Hi, everybody. How are you? My name is Anthony Quinn. How's it going? <laughs> it's going fine, Anthony. You've been on the show before. You had recommend Miracle on 34th Street, the TV version. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was so much fun. I love your show, man. You guys are hysterical. Well, I appreciate it. I well, you're back what... and you... Sorry, go ahead. I am not from New Jersey, unfortunately. They oh, wouldn't all right. I'm, oh, I'm really sorry. I apologize for the state of New Jersey Never for call pretending. Me from New Jersey again, Mike. I'm on my way to Cali right away, okay? All right, join me. Come join me here in California. You came here today with another movie. What are we watching today, Anthony Quinn? Okay, this was one of, you know, when I got my, my we got our VHS um, when I was a kid. It was a big deal. It was a Magnavox. Yeah, baby. A big old Magnavox VHS. My parents couldn't work it. No. <laughs> Little six-year-old or seven-year-old Anthony Quinn, however old I was, he was the one that knew how to work it. Maybe I was eight or nine. And, and this yeah. Uh, and this was one of the first movies I ever recorded. I had a big old VHS tape with a big old label that said Tough Turf. And I Tough watched turf. it and watched it and watched it. And I love this movie. And yeah, I want to hear more about your experience, but we need to get this one hour yeah. and 51 minute movie right. rolling. So we're going to keep with the antidotes, but we want the audience to go search Tough Turf. And how does it spell, guys? T-U-F-F. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. T-U-F-F Turf 1985. Tough Turf 1985. Now you got to pick the channel. I am the 80s guy because the other one has commercials. Okay. Okay. I am the 80s guy three. You'll only find one. T-U-F-F, Tough Turf, 1985. Tough Turf, T-U-F-F, 1985. There's, I am the 80s guy is hosting it. Find it, click the link, hit pause, move it to zero, zero. And when Anthony Quinn says go, you're going to hit go. And we're all going to hit go at the same time. I have it all set up on my PlayStation 4. Uh, so, uh, guys, are we ready? Anthony, please give us the countdown. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, celebrity comedian Anthony Quinn for the celebrity comedian countdown in the studio. How about some Anthony's, volume, Mike? I have the volume. It's up on 20, my friend here in the studio. Uh, 22 now. Anthony will be joining us for the entirety of this nearly two-hour movie. Oh, yes, I got pulled. This pull. is a special treat. Like, how, what's the longest you've been on stage? Like, what was the longest uh, set time someone gave you? The longest I've ever done? I did 40, like 47 minutes one time. 
That's great. Let's hear some yeah. volume. Oh, it's up. I have volume on mine. I'm sorry. This is your favorite band. I forgot. Yeah, that's right. This is Carl when he's 18 years old. Okay, so now here's a guy riding a bicycle. What could go wrong? Dude, that this, this movie, it's not that bad. It's, it's made pretty well. Mm -hmm. I think so. Do you, do you remember what uh, network you recorded it off? What cable station you... I'm trying. You, you know, I didn't even have cable. I lived in Queens. I recorded it off television. So this might be like channel seven or eleven or, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was when I moved upstate, so maybe it was off like cable, but maybe it was. Maybe it actually was. Maybe it was off HBO or something. I remember this movie was always in every single video store in the eighties. Like that logo was on the wall with the poster of these kids. There's Robert Downey without Senior or Junior. Oh, yeah, Robert right. Downey. Now, Robert Downey is without Junior. Why? Why? I mean, obviously, it's an early role for him. I mean, he was already it's in movies. It's a super early role. He hasn't hit yet, so he plays the friend rather than right. a main character. I mean, he's a main character, but... He was the friend in uh, Easy Money. I think that was 83. Dude, Not I Easy Money. The other one, Back to School. It was probably like... A Huge, huge deal, you know? They probably had cranes and all kinds of crazy shit, dude. Oh, yeah. They, they had big cameras back then. They didn't have little cameras back then, man. Well, you notice the, this has a nice 80s neon gleam to everything. You know what I mean? Yes. Very stylized. It's like a free music video up front, right? You pay for the movie, you stay for the music video. Now, do you know Marianne Faithful? He was more of like uh, I don't know. She might ball. have been sleeping around. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Marianne Whore? Yeah, I know her. <laughs> Is she very unfaithful? No. Okay, Look at all this now, neon. We're about to be introduced to some thugs. And these thugs, of course, have a leader. Thugs always have a leader. They're hanging around and they're waiting for the mark. And they will they will uh dug them yeah they will mug them and you can tell that the leader because he Carl there's three goes, of them goes, yeah they will mug him <laughs> now these yeah, are right. manual websites they are they're called magazines oh new kiosk no.com is this los angeles what is yeah, that that he's, he's reading i haven't i what is he? Yeah, what is he reading? I can't see a screen. It. Was a burger wrapped in that? <laughs> Did he just Receda. eat a burger or something? I saw some chips. Were there fish with it? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he, was there a basket? <laughs> what did he get fried? And this guy know. waiting for his Uber at the Uber stop. Dude. Okay, he's now we in. have our Mark, and his car is in the shop. So he's got to take the bus in a sleazy part of town. Now, who should walk up? Smurfette. Tim Richards, <laughs> who is Frankie. Smurfette, that's a good one. Look at her Frank. hair extensions. Oh, my God, her extensions has me. They're in, like, a porno shop or something? They're in, like, a porn shop. 
I know. Where, it's where, the where, late night what, newsstand. What city does this take place in? Do we know? Boston, yeah, it says Reseda. Oh, says okay. Reseda on, Some, yeah, somewhere on the, in California. The, uh, I know it's California. Yeah, it's Southern California. But it's uh, the yarn shop has a city name. That's how I could establish it. You see yarn shop? Oh. You remember the old yarn shop next to the kiosk? <laughs> uh, it said Reseda on it. So. I miss Mike, the is, yarn Mike shop, is Mike. right that this is Reseda. <laughs> it's Reseda Boulevard, Reseda, Los Angeles. All of this is in Los Angeles. But the thing is, Whoa. Summer Olympics. Singles. Summer... What were you saying, buddy? I was saying that the Summer Olympics were taking place in 1984. Therefore, right. they had to do a lot of filming in sort of like remote places, not Los Angeles proper. But it served the script because it w these were poor places. The, the other chick, I think, was on the Brady Bunch. Okay. Well, when they did aerobics? The other chick, I think she was on... Oh, all she right. Was on, I think she was on... And then she was Is on some other show where she had, like, a drinking problem or something. Or maybe it was Little House on the Prairie. I don't know. I, she was on Little House on the Prairie. Now, Mike, yep. you and I will know her from Repo Man. I'll be bringing her up later. That's, her name's Olivia Barrett. Repo Man was around the same time. Repo Man, yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Repo Man was 84. That's, it, that's the so take I was talking about, that one. Oh, all right. Repo Man was oh. 84, so she was in that one year earlier. Now, here's Nick. He looks a little like Adam Ant to me, and he's the ringleader. He's the main sub. But look, the guy with the bicycles interrupting everything. Give me that. Oh, he, hold Get my it. beer. Did I say hold my beer? I didn't mean it literally. Oh no, he's a ninja. He gets hit in the back. You see the rip. That should hurt. Yeah, you see it rip. That's a pretty cool jacket he's got, too. It really is. Rip. It looks cooler ripped now. I bet that guy has a huge heart on after getting whipped in the back. He's like, yeah, some free Now, Kim likes it. Look at Kim. Who is yeah. that man? Yeah, I thought her name was Frankie. Her name's Frankie. Her name in real life is Kim Richards. And you know her from Escape from Which Mountain, which I really thought, the creepy yeah, girl. Her I always thought it was very dumb of her. I mean, you don't know which mountain you're on. Well, you know those two movies. There was Escape to Which Mountain and Return from Which Mountain. There was the the prepositionals. The prepositions in those movies were off the hook. And then they had the Rock remake where it was like Escape to which you know Escape from Witch Mountain. They did it properly. Now, if you're How like old do you think James Spader is? How old do you think he is? Oh, he's got to be 16, 18 maybe. No, he's in his 20s. In his 20s? Yeah, he always looked younger. Always played younger. He's, not, he's in his 20s. He's definitely in his 20s. He's playing a teenager, but. Huh. I remember this. I, I, I you know, I like this movie. This was this was a movie I liked when I was a kid, man. This is it, it, it's. These roaches are still alive, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, that was that was makeup. That was um special effects. That was special effects. The roaches survived, actually. They only survived members of this movie. The ro those roaches are paid actors. They call them talent. They're they're, the back they're, they're background stunt roaches. roaches. Stunt bugs. Stunt, stunt roach. Now, who's coming home from work but That's his taxi-driving father? 
Now, the backstory is he was a successful real estate person in Connecticut, making a lot of money, but he lost his business and they had to move here for financial reasons. It's, yeah, they, they just don't, it, they don't say why, just like just something happened, you know? Right. But he, they, yeah. his dad probably did something. His dad's probably a pedo or something. I'm yeah. Uh, or, or construction work. We had to leave. Oh, man, it's total anarchy. Look, someone wrote fuck or F with an underline. Wouldn't this have been wild going to an outdoor uh, high school? They exist. Not not our high We had an amphitheater in Montclair yeah, High, I guess. We did. We had a great amphitheater. This kind of reminds me of summer school. We used to party at summer school and stuff. Everybody was happy. It was summertime. Yeah. That's Southern California, it's summertime all year round. All school year round. Now, I thought there was course, another guy. Is that the guy? That's Nick. He's our gang leader. Oh, the other guy with the other chick. And the other course, guy with the other chick was in more movies, I think. Like he played like he two. played a heel a lot in movies. The other guy with the other chick, I think. Now this guy good? you'll know. You'll know his face. He has a very small role in this. Oh that dude! Look at the, the security guard. That guy, that guy's, and he's in stuff. The security now, guard guy. Now we saw him, uh, Mike, in National Lampoon's cl uh, class reunion. But, but my, uh, Anthony's right. He was in Ruthless People. He was in Die Hard Two. He was in The Great White Hype. I mean, the list goes on and on. Sure. All films I've seen. He goes. You ever shoot anybody with that thing? <laughs> <laughs> now. Not only did they recognize the bike, but the rip in his jacket, that's what gives him away. That's the dude. Yeah, the guy on the, the right last guy. night. Oh, yeah. Anthony, I, can't believe I, they... I didn't do any research on that guy on the right. I, I didn't look I him I, up. I, you know, I may be mistaken, actually. I may be mistaken. I don't know. We have to see. Were we ever allowed in high school without wearing a shirt or uh, walking in with Hell a white no. Peter? Nope. Verboten. Nope. Teacher, ooh, I got a question. Yes, uh, Spiegelman, put your hand down, please. You're, you're wearing a sleeveless shirt. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't make the school today. I, I, I messed now up. Now this, my... wait a second. Now this is Mayor Gordy Brown. From, oh, from uh, Back, Back to the, to the Future. future. Yeah. And tracks, right? Uh, I don't think so. He's uh... not Dieter? Was he it was Gordon in Brown? White Man Can't Jump. Brown. He was in Hill Street Blues. He was in The Fall Guy. No, I don't think he was in that. Oh, there he is. Look at how young he is. Holy shit. Yeah. Now, this is his first true role. Is now this before he got AIDS? I'm just <laughs> Now, this is James Spader's first role as a lead. But for, uh, for Junior... It's his, you know, we saw him in his father's films, Mike, but in terms of being like a, a, where did Mike go? In terms of being a star, this is his first real film. Oh, shit. Am I doing the podcast with you now, Carl? Yeah, that's right. Did I get promoted? <laughs> Can you say the initials? Let's see if you get promoted. How do you say the our show? Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L W A F 
L-W-A-F-L. M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L, M-O-Y-T. Bingo! You are now my co-host at Amici Radio. I say it once a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, as you know from watching this as a kid, Mike, and uh, Anthony, um, he got kicked out of prep school, right? So the principal's like, you're a good kid who does well. Don't fuck up here because I got real losers here. I don't need a guy who's pretending. You can see James Spader's like, going to really try. This, I fucking love James Spader. I really do. I am such a fucking fanboy of the guy. I swear to God, I have a man crush on him. So now, Izzy's got a story. Back then, what? Izzy. Izzy's got a story of um, him being a jerk on set. We'll get, let's bring Mike back in here. Hey, Mike. Hey. hey. Mike, where were you, dude? Oh, I went. I, you want I, your I, podcast I, back now? I, I I don't know. I got nostalgic. I, I I called up James Spader. I told him I was watching this movie. He hung up on me. <laughs> I had to, dude, you look so young. I said. I had to call up JS. <laughs> JS. Hey, put down that black list script. I got. I got to tell you, I just saw you. I stuffed her. If you were great, JS. Your hair looks so good, man. Fuck. Sorry. Now here we have Wild West City. Isn't it weird seeing him bald now, though? It's like seeing James Spader bald. Was, like first time you saw that, wasn't that weird? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, he he definitely has a second act in his career, but he, you know, when he aged, he looks different from the image that he has in this film. And his image now is like, I don't know, like fucking Gibraltar rock, bald headed dude, like takes up all the space, like in a, in a good way. Like he's an actor, but yeah, oh, a different the guy, the guy is a consummate professional. He's a fucking actor. Put him in yeah. something, he gives you everything. He's great. He's fucking great. I love him. I love But him. there is a difference yeah. between like, I don't know. I, I The only time I watched The Office, honestly, I saw the episodes with him in it, and I thought he was so funny in it because it was completely antithetical to every everything that everyone else was doing. Like it just, for that brief moment, there was like this kind of sunshine on that show of this person who was completely off the hook you know he played a different frequency to everyone i thought that was fun i, I like the office i like clips of the office i don't know if i could watch a whole episode you know what i I'm like saying? gifs of the office anything that actually speaks or has video or is 22 minutes i can't watch but if it's a reaction shot that i could put in a response i'm all for it way to go good job sitcom so James Spader was all movies at this point in his career, but later in his career, he turned, except for uh, the Avengers film, he Boston turned into all Boston TV. Legal. Boston Legal is what brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. And Boston then the Blacklist kind of cemented it. Not that he ever left, but Boston Legal was like the hit he was involved in, where he was sure. really a big part of their success. There's now, Robert Downey. What we've missed is... Why is it so dark? What, are they watching a movie or something? Yeah, okay. <laughs> a film noir movie. What we've missed is that uh, Robert Downey Jr. Your freedom. <laughs> now, Robert Downey Jr. found out that he's going to get his ass kicked, so he gave him a switchblade so he can protect himself. Now, look. Watch Who his jacket. There's no rip on his jacket now. Watch. See? Right. His jacket doesn't there. have a slash. Who gave him a switchblade? Robert Downey Jr. did. Oh, okay. Not from a, a woman named Feather. 
Now, Feather is Vidal Sassoon's daughter, and we'll see her later. Holy shit, they, they're riding his bike! Holy they're shit! They're doing donuts on the in the intersection. With his bike, they're going to leave bike track marks. Oh, I can't believe they took his bicycle. Now, Robert oh, there's, Downey a, there's a slash on his jacket. There's a slash well, on his jacket. I don't know. Consistent. There wasn't a minute ago. There I think it was just a light. A light made it look like there wasn't, but I think there was. Oh, okay. It seems pretty incidental that they would switch in. A, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like shoot in the out same of, exact out of order shot. that way. Yeah, in the same. Where's scene. Where's the security guard? Yeah, where's we, the security guard? We won't see him for the rest of the film. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> Sounds no. like the '80s, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like oh. the 80s. Look at all the skid marks from doing donuts with his bicycle. Uh-oh. That's like that's like a real like crazy muscle car for a kid to be having in high school. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen kids with cars, let alone muscle cars in high school. I mean, I guess now, some kids had attention cars. To there, was that, rich yeah. kid, there was a rich kid that had a muscle car, but it wasn't like that's like a a custom, you know, some kind of old, special muscle car. Some kid right. in high school had an IROC or something. Now, pay attention to that brown car, because it's going to become plot points at certain points in this film. All right. Oh, that brown car back there? Dude, my dad's not rich anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can only afford one bike. Oh, that's got to hurt. He spray painted his sunglasses. That shit goes right into your eyes. Yeah, look at that. The red list. Am I right? Yeah. Paint? Yeah. Well, that burns, man. You ever get spray paint on your hands? Look. Now, in this scene, James, James Spader isn't going to do a cool thing. He's basically going to get humiliated. And that's a plot point for the entire... They're calling him Bebop? Bebop? Oh, no, don't, man. I got to take that and ride that home. Some some idiot girl, and it was like, make him pay! <laughs> This car. Uh oh, there's, here's the car. They cued her. Say, make him pay now. Man, look at Robert Downey. Hey, he's, got like a, he's got like a, a friggin' terrible haircut. Well, I don't think anyone notices his terrible haircut in this film. Like, when nope. she shows up, people are like, hey, Downey, your hair looks good. Now, look at Kim Richards when they give knowing looks to each other, him and Frankie. You know, he looks at her like, are you really part of this cruelty? And she feels the guilt. You can see it in her face. This is uh -oh. either well-directed or well-acted because of things like this. Now, this director, Mike, we saw yeah. him in Children of the Corn. Because why didn't he just move the bike out of the way? Because this right, I mean, you gotta throw it at him. Uh oh, 
Why didn't he just move it out of the way? This yeah, always... no, I, it was a split decision. Children of the Corn. That was a good movie. That was around yeah. this time too. This you know, Children of the did... Corn. That, that was a scary movie. Now, until like until they started, you know, like until three quarters of the way through the movie. Then like, it got kind of weird. Yeah, it was scary. We watched it on the show. It's we on YouTube. We did. We did. We saw this director before in Children of the Corn, which oh, you we saw really, the first Children of the Corn. Wow. Which we really dug. He also did Swamp Thing TV series in 1990, and of course he did this. He kind of went away. He isn't known for much, but I just right. wanted to bring up Children of the Corn because he did a really good job, and we had a really good episode with that one. That is great. Yeah. You saw the first Children of the Corn. You did. You did an episode on that. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a good one. That was a scary one. Who it was, was uh, it was from Terminator, Mike. Who was it from Terminator? The one of the mom. kids, right? The oh mom. no, the mom, Linda Fortino. Linda Hamilton. Hamill, Hamill. Oh, Hamilton. Lisa okay. Hamill. I got Lisa Hamill, up. right? Is it Linda or Lisa? Linda Hamilton. Now here comes oh, mom. When she sees the bike, she's gonna be like, "You're a, you're a bad kid," <laughs> and that's our plot. Oh, so the mom blames him, but he is a bad kid. He's, he is he's a bad kid, but but she, he's a good kid in the in the end, and his dad no, sees that. Hey, you're right. The the guy from Treks, Dieter, uh, is William Pugh, and he's. I gotta. Keep, I forget to ask people if they have insurance all the time, dude. Why would? You... <laughs> oh, look at the dad. He is definitely an unemployed dad from the eighties. Got the pajamas on until the afternoon. He works the night shift with his taxi, and he sleeps during the day. That's all. Our... Oh, all right. That explains the p two p.m. pajamas. Now, his name is Matt Clark, and I know him from the outlaw Josie Wales. Whoa, he just hit him with a good line. <laughs> Jim Carroll. Jim Carroll. Not the Jim Carroll band, but that's right. Jim Carroll up there. That's Jim Carroll oh, from Basketball Diaries? Yes. From Basketball Diaries? Well, not from it. He wrote it. Yeah, that was the, the guy associated with the movie. Yes. Huh? Oh, let's hear some uh, Jim Carroll, not his band. Isn't the Basketball Diaries about Jim Carroll? About, yes. Now, this guy, he's doing a song called It's Too Late. It's a real Jim Carroll song. And, of course, People Who Died is in this soundtrack, too. Now, look. He's got no bike, so he's got to walk to um, Robert Downey Jr.'s gig, okay? But he sees a car with the keys inside! Oh, boy. This is not a good way to start a new town. Dude. Gotta take it. I don't know. Is it even stealing if the keys are in it? Right? They're inviting you. Doors open, the keys are in it. Yeah, it's the yeah. drummer's car because his t shirt's is in the back. Is that Jim Carroll right there? 
It is. And look how his guitar is upside down and left-handed or something. So I was trying to find out on the internet if he's a, like a left-handed player. I think he was just fucking around and he had the guitar upside down. Huh. Well, he also has four other guitarists on stage. So they could cover that's interesting. For... That's interesting. I also tried to find out if Robert Downey Jr. was really, truly playing the drums. And I couldn't find that info either. That's Robert Downey on the drums? The shirtless yes. guy? Yes. Now, the one on the left is Vidal Sassoon's daughter, and she would yeah, have the, a tragic story. She'd end up one, dying of drugs. The one oh. in the middle is the one that I think was on Little House on the Prairie. You're right about oh. that. She was. Um, she was I think also, she was on, yeah, I think she was on other stuff, too. She was I didn't in, realize that was Downey. She was in uh, Little House on the Prairie, Charlie's Angels, Soap, Repo Man, Patty Hearst, Floundering. He died at 33 years old. Wow. Wow. That must, it was Little House on the Prairie then. That's it. That, that's what I know. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It was, uh, it was um, uh, Madame Sassoon who died at 33. She had a heart attack from a drug overdose. Wow. Uh, Ronnie on the left all alive. alive. Whoa. Jim Carroll. Did James Carroll have an English accent? That's why uh, Jim Carroll is uh, not my band. It's still alive. Now look how good uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, is. He tries to be cool and he mops over. So look at that. He, what a good sport, right? Right. I'm confused. Is that Jim Carroll from the Basketball Diaries? Okay, he Short wrote. He's a... yes. Okay, but he didn't star in that movie. But yes, he wrote the book about. Yeah, that's him. It's about it's him. him. Uh, the character is him. Accent? Yeah, it sounds Leo like is playing. Leo is playing oh, him. Playing an English guy. Okay. Oh, what kind of wipe was that? Wasn't that horrible? Try not acting. He can't play guitar right, and he can't act. Are they supposed to be in high school? <laughs> oh, finally they got the bongo player on. This is a high yeah. school band? Look. Not bad, right? James Spader sees Kim. Now, Carl, Carl and I, when we watch movies, especially from the 50s, we look at the nightclub or the 30s or the 80s, and we go, is this a real nightclub or is this set up for the movies? This is like, a warehouse, this... and it's totally set up for the movie. They wouldn't have, you know, a hundred people at a warehouse checking out a local band, but that's what's happening here. Now, for, for a warehouse party, there's a lot of space, man. People are giving a lot of respect, and they're not cramming in there, and, you know, no mosh pit. Now, these kids have it together, man. This is Whoever produced this is a fucking genius. Now, guys, look in the crowd. There's a lot of dorks in the crowd. Seriously. Check out the extras. There's a lot of nerds in the crowd. Oh, I know. Here we are. They were like, like probably shooting Grease 2 next door and they came in. Like they were doing the electric slide or some shit. For yeah. <laughs> this is like more 50s. Uh, now, we're really missing shit. it, guys. We're really missing it. Dame Spader is forcing Kim to dance. And she's like, no, get off me. Leave me alone. And then she starts to like fall for him oh, and dance shit. with him. Oh, uh, yeah. 
That How did you get that spray paint? <laughs> He's got more makeup on than she does. Cover up the the red paint. Now you know and Nick okay. Nick finds out that James is dancing with this girl, but Nick doesn't get involved. He sends his minions to go get him. Oh yeah, man. His henchmen have to do his personal shit relationship right. stuff. Coward. Like you're a henchman to the Joker, the Joker's like, hey, my girlfriend's talking to that guy. Why don't you go break it up? Right. Kind of lame. Oh, they did it. They blocked him. So they're like dancing against him? This is like one of those 80s dance music. Like, uh, like breaking or something. Dance movies. I don't remember yep. people doing stuff like this at punk rock shows. <laughs> now look, the, the crowd has parted to highlight the stars of our movie more like going a, through. More like a new wave type of... Like fame. This is like watching se a season of fame in the 80s. <laughs> that girl was on fame. Oh, really? Was, was she the... Nick, uh, Her name is Olivia Barish. She's Ronnie oh. in this film, um, and she was definitely on Fame, Gypsy, Repo Man, The Incredible Hulk, Child of Glass. She was a big deal for a short time in the 80s. Minion. Now he's uh, dancing with the Minion. Right. Uh, Bob, that Minion. I got to uh -oh. tell you, the Minions are so nameless and faceless, I didn't look them up. They all have like white guy names, They're like Steve and Dave and Bob. Like it's just kind of bland names. I'll say that. Well, I have their names in a literal sense. Um, uh, we've got Mickey, Eddie, uh, Alan, Troy. Damn, oh, right, you're right. Fuck, I feel like dancing now. Yeah. Oh, there goes my ride. Now, Nick told Kim, go home, like he's in charge of her. And she listens. So James comes out to go, wait. And now the oh, minions no. are going to come out and beat his ass. Now, well, he told the other is... chick to take her home, right? He told the other chick, get her out of here. Yes. Now That was he's... back when the turf was easy. Now it's tough turf. <laughs> now it's tough. See the new Avengers? Yeah. He would go on to play Ultron in the Avengers with Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man. Who would? James Spader was Ultron oh, in uh, Avengers. You know, it, wasn't, was it? it wasn't. It wasn't Ultron's it? fault. What? I don't remember James Spader's in the Avenger in the Avenger movies. Voice only. Voice oh, only. Oh, 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 he was in the first Iron Man movie. He was the voice of the electronic butler. And that electronic butler, no, am I wrong? Is yes, that was Jarvis. He he takes yeah. over Jarvis, and he doesn't really kill Jarvis, but we think he does. But he has Jarvis's voice. No. No. All right. It was Paul Bethany who's Jarvis and became the I'm Vision. Confused about a lot of right. Right. Uh, fucking yuppie. Uh, not yuppies. Preppies.
Okay, now, as you recall, James Spader stole a car. So they take his keys and they think they're stealing James Spader's car. But really, it's a stolen car, so they will get arrested. <laughs> well, that worked out. Except for the nut punch. Nuts punch! Hey, buddy, why are you lying on the ground all, all curved up? Oh, got punched in the nuts, huh? Oh, is this that's a Los Angeles thing to do, Carl? Driving around Hollywood Boulevard like that? In a stolen car. Stolen car. So, like I was saying before, they <laughs> I don't own a car, man. They probably thought they called the cops on him. Um, Officer, go around me. Go around. That is, like a, that is like a brand new Porsche, too. For back then, that was like very new-ish Porsche. Hey, they got to be uh, a, a product placement. Uh-oh, the very next day. Now, are you okay so they, with Mike? Uh, Mike, are you okay with Anthony having the sound up the entire time? Usually, you're very sensitive. You haven't said a word. What's that? What? what? Don't worry I'm about doing... Anthony. Huh? No, it's fine. Everything's good. You want me to put you, the sound you... out on my phone? No, you keep it on. It's fine. Oh, uh, really, Mike? It's fine. Oh, yes, it's fine. Oh, the, well, the, you oh, do that it. for me. I'll no, turn it down. The, I'm just trying to hear it. Now, someone you guys put, hear my phone? Someone has put a dead rat in his locker, and I'm not clear on who because those three minions got locked up and they're in jail right now. You know, right. so I'm not clear on it. What does this symbolize? That he he ratted on them? Yes. Called the cops? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I think so. That he's a rat. Okay, this is brother, and brother is the greatest kid. He's graduating college he's going to be a lawyer he's number four in his class he's the contrast of james spader for our plot look at mom loving him over there he is definitely dressed isn't like mom a, like a bipolar crazy lunatic though? way i wouldn't say oh, bipolar but yeah she's crazy i wouldn't say by e whoa ease up on mom okay Is that better with the volume? Mike oh, don't worry very... about it. He's he's busting no, my child because no, Mike is very sensitive about the no. volume on the things because he thinks that copyright or some I don't know what you think, Mike. But uh, when he didn't comment on you having the volume up, I was very surprised at you, Mike. We go I to put I put it down. Is that better now or no? Everything's oh, good. Everything's good. We'll talk about it in well, therapy. If you're asking me, I'm always cool with the volume being up so we know what's going on. It's Mike who's the keeper of the keys. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Okay. I, I insist. Right. Again, we'll we'll talk about it more in therapy. But other than that, please put it up. Now, you see the friction between the two of them. And right. I think that the writer missed an opportunity with this. Because at the end of the film, they have a chance for the brother to help, and he doesn't. He really should have. Okay, now you remember the brown car, right? You remember the brown car? Yes, sure. He okay. hit the guy's butt. That's why he has to ride the bus. 
in the sweater and the the collared shirt poking out. Right. Oh, uh -oh brown, car. brown car. Oh, I remember this. He thinks it's the bad guy, but it's somebody else. Right. Oh, it's, it's the bad going guy. to be uh, Junior. Oh, all right. It's the junior drummer knows guy, his way right? around. It is the drummer guy. But I mean, it's, you know, it's, our, it's Robert Downey Jr. It's our man. He Didn't he play saxophone in, in Back to School? Uh, Robert, I don't I know he was in it. I don't know if he played saxophone. He played that, that kid's wacky roommate. Right. It might have been a party where he was jamming. I'm trying to remember. Wow, look at this. Whoa. Oh, the worst. You, is this is not the barbed wire. Spader? You know, Spader, he didn't know whether or not to do the scene. He was really on the fence. The entire time. <laughs> oh no! Is this the end of James Spader? Look at that look. That was that was probably the worst acting I've ever seen James Spader do. It's, right there, he's scared. Look. Give us the dog growl. Surprise! Still. Right. So now we're we're off though, right? So so he would Robert Downey Jr. would show up on SNL as a cast member like shortly thereafter. So somebody probably watched Tough Turf and go, "That's the comedy <laughs> we want." <laughs> oh yeah, like Seven Eleven. Oh. Those are the days. So he thought that the brown car, you know, it's Nick's car. So he thought it was Nick's. Somebody else might think it's Nick. Who knows? Interesting. Oh, this is when they go to the country club? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is actually my favorite part of the movie. And um, the song they go sing, he sings. I sing this song still to this day. I swear to God. Really? Oh, yeah. We walk the we'll night? Crank, we'll crank it up. Yeah. I walk the night fighting the darkness that's in our hearts. Now, we as you might imagine, he's lip syncing that. Guess who's really singing it? I now, always wanted, guys, I knew he did. Who who sings it? Okay, you guys remember the honeymooners with Ralph Cramden, but also with Art Carney. Well, one okay. time Art Carney got crazy. He had unprotected sex and he made a little boy. And this little boy would sing this song. His name really? is uh his name is Paul Carney. All carnage. Hey, no. It came from honeymoon is sperm. That's right. <laughs> the song is the honeymoon is sperm song. Now, and look. that boy was actor Edward Norton. Now that's Norton. that's Katia Sasson. Look, you're uh, finished. Oh, that's the that's Katia Sasson, the one that was in uh, Little House on the Prairie. No, no, no. no. Said, that's her right there on the right. Yeah, the one who, on the right. the one who got the burger shoved down her dress. On her cleavage was Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. all were. Kim, Kim was that? too. Uh, so was the father of James Spader. They were all oh, uh, on it. Now, you check out gas prices in movies. The burger in this film yeah. was $1.69. Yeah, we're going to see gas at $1 and change. You'll see. It's crazy. Look, bacon, 
Breakfast bacon, one dollar fifty nine cents. Not four fifty nine. One fifty nine. I, I think like the directors, the casting directors, probably all, like we're all similar on these projects. You know? Yeah. Because uh, there's definitely like a lot of links. Maybe they were on on a break, on a hiatus between seasons. They're like, let's crank out a modern day contemporary tale for the kids. <laughs> one that doesn't involve Little Houses and Prairie. Now Ronnie is not the pain in the ass Michael Landon. <laughs> oh, what a fucking killjoy. You try to jerk off, he walks in the room, kills the mood. Stop being so wholesome these days. <laughs> he was only Michael wholesome Landon. on air. I know, I know. I heard he was a real prick. He was a showbiz family guy like Ron Howard and his father and stuff yeah. like that. He came from from yeah, but unlike Rod Howard, he had, he had some talent. <laughs> Come on, oh, that's not oh. fair. Come on. Oh, I meant Ron Howard. I meant in front Ron of the camera. Sorry, I meant in front of the camera. <laughs> well, look, Ron Howard's father, show business. Put both kids in show business. One kid was fucking Opie, then he was fucking American Graffiti and Happy Days, and, you know, then he directed like 30 fucking blockbusters. Ron Howard's great. Ron Howard. The other kid I, was, I was a big Happy Days fan. I was a huge, yeah. huge Happy Days fan. I fucking loved Happy Days. They have the Happy Days channel now on uh, on Pluto. Oh, I'll have to check it out on Pluto time. because yeah. do they have the first season with Chuck Cunningham? You you have you can't select what ones to watch. Oh, they, they just have air. All of them. They show Fair old enough. ones. That's, yeah. Well, that's how we used to watch them. Mostly, it would be like live, uh, new one once a week, but syndicated uh, weekdays. Yeah. So you would have watched yeah, like. Absolutely. Seven Every episodes day. a week. Yeah. Absolutely. All all the time. Happy days. Uh, yeah. The old ones were when Fonzie didn't even have a jacket. He had that like gray, gray jacket. Right. Wasn't they weren't like, a, he, they didn't want him. The network said he can't yeah. wear a leather jacket. No. So the first no. season he didn't. And and if you notice, it was never black. It's always brown. Fonzie's jacket is brown. Yeah. Yeah, not not the link. People have black. argued with me about that. They people have like, no, I'm like, brown. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it looks it's definitely customized. Okay, so they're going into what Beverly Hills? Oh no, this is called El Canyon Country Club. <laughs> yeah, they're going to a country club, not as members. But the thing is, um, James Spader has this expertise about how to be rich, so he tells he knows, them yeah. how how to behave. He knows the basic general thing. It's just like when you're in a country club, like you know um, how you get in. How you um uh I know the member, the members like you know how you um finagle the, the same kind of language, like sponsors and members and whatever. So you have to say the right things. You have to say, uh, when you meet the owner of the club, good morning, Mr. President. I voted for you, Mr. President. Great club, Mr. President. <laughs> Get it? You're at Margo Lago. Oh, I saw that out. film on your suggestion, Mike. The uh, which the one in which uh, Humphrey Bogart there's a there's a tornado and no uh, Key Largo. Uh, yeah, is that what you were referring to, or am I, I mistaken? No, but what'd you think of Key Largo? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot, and <laughs> uh, this is definitely. I think that they. The I right. think they missed some opportunities in the. I think the ending could have been better, but nonetheless. I, for, pulp, for pulp genre mashup, it was pretty cool. Because it had all these different things happening. Okay. 
This is like what the fuck? Fucking song. This guy should be crucified for fucking. Is that Twisted Shout working yeah. out? Yeah, and also in Back to the School, in Back to School. Um, uh, That's another movie I loved when I was a kid. I love Back to School. Love that movie. That's a great fucking movie. It's a flawless movie. I mean, it's, it's th- yeah. so funny. It's so funny. No, I know you're not from New Jersey. I learned that the hard way, Anthony. But what you think of uh, uh, Easy Money, which is one of the most New Jersey <laughs> movies I've seen? Easy Money was great. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, of course, of course. Fuck. They get so high, they pull up in a diner that's just <laughs> turning their open 23 hours sign off you remember that yeah, dude, i haven't seen easy money probably in 30 years i have to watch that movie yeah I oh that yeah I was that was one of the movies i had taped with the label on it well one of the things i wanted to ask you Anthony, i know we're in the middle of the scene tell me your secrets of videotaping movies did you do the eight hour video cassette trick when recording yeah well you would scene? change it change the, the quality of it you would like you could record better quality only two, but I would always do the eight hours. Eight hours, absolutely. It was like STD, D, something, D, D, like you know what I mean? Like it was, it was a setting on the. No, did you have like collections? Like you would record Tough Turf and then wait till another movie of that type would come on and then use that. Not really. I just had movies I like to watch. Oh, I'm, right. a, I'm a serial movie watcher. If I like a movie, I'll watch it a million times. I, I not as much, but when I was younger, yes. I've seen yeah. Back to the Future probably a hundred times. Love right on. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, what about Ferris Bueller? How many hundreds of times? I've seen that a bunch of times. Yeah, bunch yeah. of times. Not now. Ferris Bueller is one of those ones I can't really watch now anymore. But uh, but Back to the Future I can still kind of watch. I love McFly. That dude. I fucking love that. I love that. Yeah, I recommend if you ever a chance to check out the DVD box set. I've seen it for fifteen bucks used, but I I rented it from the library. It has all three movies and then hours and hours, including the ride video, supplemental stuff. And it's really, really the outtakes of Marty McFly uh, pretending. It's really, really good. There's a scene where he goes, well, if I'm bad, does that mean I'm going to be gay? He asked the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) They cut that scene out, fortunately. Did you see Eric Stoltz footage? Very rarely, there's there is some in there. There's uh-huh. a documentary, and they show that footage in the documentary. It's buried in in the supplementals, but it's 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 him usually roaming around. They show all the uh, graphics of him at, at the post movie poster with Eric Stoltz. Mm-hmm. All right, I so what are we going to get at the country club? Now, what would you order at the country club? It's a buffet. But what we're getting is a lot of uh, jokes in which they're pretending to be rich people. They're all preppy. Oh, you guys swallow. (laughs) She goes at first I gagged, but then it was real easy. (laughs) Okay, we got to rewind that. Oh, lost her. Okay, now, once again, him and Kim will have a connection. During all this scene, you know, they're getting closer. Kim is just loosening up to him. It's pretty decent casting because they did find people that look like lame country club people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they did. They did really like. Give him a lame jacket to wear. (laughs) 
I think it's the same actors, but wearing different sweaters around their necks. Lots of jokes we're missing here. Lots of jokes. Oh, that's so cool. It's probably the wardrobe. That's probably what it is. I think it's the same guy wearing different sweaters in the background. What I was was trying to say before is Robert Downey Jr. will also hear Shake It Up Baby in uh, Back to School. That was good, though. That was great, though. Now we will have carny sperm coming out of Spader's mouth. This is an horrible song. You like this song, Anthony, or it's just stuck in your head? He's lip syncing this? Yeah. And well, really well. You know who sings this? It's Rick Ashley. Is that a joke? Rick Astley's a panty waist. Can I get an amen? Amen. It's a shout out to Mojo Nick. What a terrible song to just kind of unannounced and start playing. Well, you see, the guy who, we missed it. When they first came in, there was a guy who was like the uptight, I'm in charge around here, and he knows they don't belong. So to get a, avoid him, they quickly hopped on the piano. Gotcha. Look at Kim <clears throat> falling in love. Look at her falling in love. Anthony, sing it. It doesn't make any sense. We walk the night? What are they, the undead? No, they take Night Avenue. They walk on Night Avenue till they hit uh, Sunbreak Boulevard. That's, dude. This, I mean, this guy, he's really, he's really, he's chasing that tail, boy. He is. (laughs) He wants wants to get to, like, third base. He's got to at least get to third base after this. Oh, he will score. I know they're in high school. I don't want to be a pervert, but fuck. But they're also in their 20s no, and driving muscle score. cars, though. Uh, I'm a teenager singing my shitty song. This is the worst open musical open mic I've been to. Two songs, both original, but the song has to be less than six minutes. Huh? I walk the night. We walk the night. Ishii, it walks the night. They walk the night. Well, what's Robert Downey making out with the other chick? Yeah, probably. He's, her hands are all over his upturned collar. Was that the little house in the prairie chick he was making out with? <laughs> Maybe. He's the repo man chick. He worked. She were. Oh, was she like uh, Otto? He was the one who was the girlfriend of Otto, and in the way in, she goes, "What about our relationship?" And he goes, "Fuck that!" Remember, that's her. Yeah, that's her. Okay. You are not now part of this club. That's right. Now, Excuse me. So therefore, you think they're getting kicked out and they're leaving. But the truth is, they just go outside and they come on back in. You'll see. Oh, they're walking the night. Right. <laughs> walk the night. I know, like, dude, this guy. That's kind of close to my song. I, I mean, the clothes got to come off, right? He just sang a song. They're in a country club. He already yeah, got right. his ass beat a couple times for this chick. 
That's right. This should be now, in a sand hole fucking. <laughs> when she got in the when she got in the brown car, she was like, fuck this, stop the car, let me out. All the way to this point in which they're having nice, like, boyfriend-girlfriend talk. There should be brown eyes involved at this point. <laughs> you should be talking about brown eyes, not brown <laughs> Not on the first date, Anthony. Not I know, I know. Yeah, not on the country I know, I know well, there's country He's wearing his sweater. Oh, he's looking up her dress. Oh, no. He's gone. Hitting her he with that is so cold. You just got to keep hitting her with that snappy dialogue. Anthony, I've never seen this movie before. Like, it is a video store staple. I've seen the box, and I could recognize the logo, but this is a great opportunity because I never had a chance to see this. It's I don't know why movie. I'm celebrating this. I know. It, it's a, the thing is, you know, for what it is, you know, it's, it's a cheesy-ass movie from a cheesy-ass time in films. You know, like, right. at this, in, in the 80s, at this time, they were not putting out you know, they were not putting out um, a lot of really, um, uh, you know, like um, uh, uh, production. Like, they weren't putting out a lot of very um, heady films. They really weren't. No, um, but they were pushing a soundtrack, which this film does, and they pushed the video release of it. So it, there was definitely, like, a market for this type of movie. And yeah, I feel like this yeah. director, even though he did Children of the Corn, this is style. This reminds me of films from the fifties and sixties. Like he probably watched yeah. West Side Story and tons of films growing up. Definitely, and when he had a chance to definitely. do an eighties version. Definitely, yes. So it, it has definitely because you can tell it's chore. There's a choreograph. Yeah, definitely like a choreograph, a dance guy in this movie. So that's doing even all this, this stuff. is like those sixties films. Yeah. Those, yeah. Now this made nine million dollars. I don't know what the budget is, but I doubt. I think it made money. It probably made money. It probably doubled its money or something. Yeah, it made money. I think they spent oh. six millions on saxophones at least. Well, Matching I'm suits. Think, I'm trying to think because I um my family was big at watching the Academy Awards and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, yeah. I watched movies a lot. I was an only child, so me and my mom watched the Academy Awards and stuff, and um. While my dad fell asleep drunk, okay, Mike? You got it out of me, you bastard. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember, like, from this era, what was the, what were, like, the Academy Award films? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. Well, what about, I'm, like, I'm... Cocktail? There was always these kind of, like, the neon. Cocktail was not That was the that was Well, look at her dancing on the tables now. That was, like, so uh. bad. It must have been like a song or something. I forgot about that movie. That Tom Cruise is in that, right? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. I can tell you a funny story. We used to do something called Bad Movie Night in San Francisco. It ran for 10 years. And there would be three uh, people with a microphone up front heckling the movie. And my friend Sherilyn, who's been a guest on our show, uh, would would curate the film. So she picked Cocktail. And uh, this woman came from a nursing facility that, like, the van drove up, and she came out. Like, they got her out of the van, got her in the theater, and she sat down to watch Cocktail. Sorry. <laughs> and the, when everyone started heckling, she went, 
got up and left. And she left because she thought it was just a regular screening. She didn't realize people would be heckling cocktail. She thought like, oh, hey, cocktail is playing. Terrific. I'll get over and see cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that might be one of the worst movies ever. It's hard. How oh. could, but considering everything, like considering the budget, considering, yeah. you know, like they really tried. That wasn't just somebody like taking a shot. You know what I'm saying? That was well, a major, we, that was a major motion picture. Yeah, I mean, we're watching right now a very cool stylized music video, like what a nightclub is. That movie, Cocktail, is like New York Magazine had an article about some hip thing happening in the bar, and they bought the story, and they made the movie, and they made it like Coyote Ugly is the same thing. Like, look how exciting this bar is, and how cool the bartenders are like rock stars. Terrible. Oh, look at this cutting, man. He's going 80s crazy. He's doing music videos in the movie. I can't, I paid to see a movie. If I wanted to watch music videos, I'd go home and watch music television. Thank this, you very much. This movie kills Cocktail Man. Don't ever say this movie and Cocktail in the same sense again, pal. <laughs> that, that song. It would make a good too, double feature. That song, It's Too Late with uh, John, uh, with Jim, uh, with uh, Carol, Jim Carroll, that was the video. The, the, the scenes from this movie was the video. Of oh. That. For this group or for the Jim Carroll not band? Yeah. This is uh, Jack Mack and the Heart Attack. What a coincidence. That all rhymes. Wow. Who's the heart attack? We'll see them in the end, too. Okay. Here we got at the coldest beer in town. This is where Frankie Frankie lives upstairs with her father. Ah. Her, Her mother died of cancer a year earlier, and that'll be a big plot point. And here's Nick, like, what's going on? That was practically a date you were on with this James Spader. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I know. What's up? Like, is this guy, like, is she his slave or something? Did he buy her? He yeah, came in. Like and... I was going to say how much. <laughs> I think it's funny. Like, we just cut to the scene. He's already in the bedroom getting angry. He's like. Should be like, dude, this guy sang to me. He was like, yeah. we were by waterfalls and shit. What are you? What, you have some terrible denim thing on. Like, what? When the- was the last time you crashed a, a country club with me, huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So what? You have like decent six pack. Who cares? Oh yeah, maybe you should show it off more. Oh, never you mind. You don't walk the <laughs> night, pal. You do not. Walk you the do night. not walk the night. You got to wear something like reflective when you walk the night. Otherwise, you know, the cars won't see your ass. Ooh, ooh, he goes for the fourth kiss. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. ooh. Usually, if you, if you go for one kiss and they turn away, it, that's pretty much it. No, what, right. No. You don't really sweep them up. No means yes, Anthony. Not no if, means yes. Not if, by the fourth miss of a kiss, you're right. You get the Not in tough turf, man. Uh oh. Nostril kiss. Oof. We don't do it unless I say it's okay. And right now, it's not okay. Yeah, Nick. That's what she's saying. And the thing was, when I saw this movie, I was a kid. I was obviously, I hadn't had sex yet. So all this kind of stuff, I was like, my eyes were wide open when I was Yeah, I remember those days. You don't do it unless she says it's okay. You know, like like all that stuff when they were dancing, all that stuff. And uh, this was, this is like part of what made Anthony Quinn. 
Now, this was written in only three weeks, and it was shot in only four weeks. You you don't like me? You don't like things I do? This these people did it to me. They're part of the reason. <laughs> they're they they they're part of the building block. This is a building block right here. All right. Well, that scene's over with. Ooh, bear okay, ass. Now, that scene is over, and the scene in the in which James Spader like really falls in love with Kim is over. Now, James Spader will pay for that date. Ooh, this is all right. Look, hey, did you notice James Spader has a spade tattoo? Yeah, he's a spade. I think that's intentional. You think they they put that there? They probably has it. I think he probably had it. He celebrated his 25th birthday, and then he had to shoot this ice cream. Right. Hey, guys, I just turned 30. I got a cool tat. Okay, great. So this Everybody's gone. Crash week is happening. He's 25. So tell me, what's your role? Oh, I play this high schooler. I play this I drive high and I play piano and I sing. I'm kind of a hero in a way, and I'm not. I'm, I'm persecuted by villains. Uh oh. He's. This is me know, in high school. For, kind uh, of almost. What's the right word for this? Is it gay? <laughs> is this, um. Gay? <laughs> if this was the Marine Corps, dude, or if this was the Navy, forget it. He'd probably be getting his ass packed with grease. You ever hear about that? Well, that's not what's going to happen, Anthony Quinn. They do that it's in the Navy, man. When you fuck up, they, they like pack the your ass. The going to get beat up. Stick to the movie, Anthony. We're not fucking people in the Navy right now. No, this I didn't is... say fucking people. I said if you mess around, they'll pack your ass with grease. <laughs> I stand corrected. Uh-oh. Oh! These fight scenes are really brief. Usually so he like, throws the first punch, though. It's like a blanket. It is, though. It's like a blanket party in the Marines. That's what they do. They put, like, a, in pillowcases. They'll put, like, soap. What, like a roll of quarters? I don't know. What did they use? Roll of quarters? Is that what they used? No, use they used keys and locks oh, from the lockers. Yeah, so they're doing... Oh, yeah, that's, locks. That's, that's going to hurt. So they used the soap in the, in the pillow so it doesn't make that bad of a mark. That probably hurts, though. Yep. And he's going to have a black eye, black too. Oh. Don't do it. They're just going to hit you again. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Didn't expect that. You sure you never saw this movie, Mike? I never seen this. No, I guess I didn't guess. How can you figure out this plot? This these plot points. Man? I'm looking out for James Spader right now. He should have gotten up, dude. This guy and you, you're you're like you're in line with him, man. He's fucking genius, dude. He doesn't know it, but I do because I'm seeing it behind him. I have a different view, so I can say like what James, you... from my perspective, those guys are gonna hit you. Look out behind you. What do you? Oh, mean? there's his dad. Now, the dad is right now studying real estate law in um, in Los Angeles. He is going to reestablish a business and get back on his feet. My face will yeah. be on a, new, on a billboard in no time. Realtor. James Spader's dad, realtor. <laughs> we're going to 
We're gonna put a mall in Reseda. I'm gonna broker the deal. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back in no time, man. Love you, Reseda. <laughs> I got the Perrier you wanted. I didn't. Nobody wanted it. Who wanted the Perrier? No one. <clears throat> now we're gonna get a kind of good scene, a touching scene between father and son, in which the father's got really good advice for him, and James takes it. But not touching the wound. What does he say? Well, first of all, he starts with that, like, my, you like my brother better than me, and he goes, shut the fuck up with that bullshit. And then, we'll see. Fucked up again. I hate to say it. James Spader reminds me of my teenager. <laughs> Here we go. All right, Here. knock it off. I don't want you to be quiet. I want you to be you. That's what life's all about, for God's sake. How else are you going to learn who you are and what you believe? Keep it up, because he does some really good wisdom here. I'm writing this down as a father. Honestly, I, I was having a shit day. My, my, my life's changed right now. He just, he hit it. I gotta do listen it. To this, listen to this. Hang up. <laughs> I'm taking his advice. And I'm, I'm, I'm listen. <laughs> I just quit comedy. Mark, quit this podcast. He just yeah. said. It is, life is not a problem to be solved. It's a mystery to be lived. And James Spader takes it to heart, and he's going to go back in the game and fight this Nick. Now, the mom will come in and try to start Ooh, with her. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. The mom will yeah. come in and try to start with her... Um, I see cartoon pizza and I get fucking hungry. <laughs> Honey, dinner's ready. We're having. I do have to say, because you strayed, Mike, Anthony's got this great new joke, and he's like, he's on stage and he's like, I I'm sorry, guys. I can't really think about my comedy right now. I'm sorry. I, I was driving here and I saw this new pizza place <laughs> I've never been at. It's really fun. Well, what's the joke? Him has all 1980s magazines around and she's right. like learning how to do up herself and everything from the you know society she doesn't want I to be thought a I, re I thought i recognized <laughs> fuck up your hair magazine <laughs> now she oh, the new issue of fuck up my hair magazine she, does, she doesn't want to be nick's whore anymore <laughs> yeah it's her, like well, ooh, she short hair She's pretending she's back at the country club, and the director or writer is yeah. trying to tell us, like, that's where she wants to be, with James, not with this Nick. Yeah. She doesn't want to be dancing in warehouses. She wants to be in country clubs. Right. And she's in her 20s, too, right? She yeah, is. she's got now, Absolutely. This would be her last real film as like a movie star, but she would go on later in her life to be a big deal on The Real Housewives. Oh. 
He do oh, five right. seasons. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. You know, people love that show and would probably recognize her for that. It's not from New Jersey, though. Let me just look it up here. It's probably Real Housewives of Virginia. Beverly Hills. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with her sister, oh, Kyle Richards. Five seasons, and then she would come back on guest appearances. Paris Hilton is her niece. Oh, how crazy. Yeah. Oh, wait, wow. so that means... Her sister is Paris Hilton's mom. I care almost even less now. <laughs> Kathy Hilton is like her half-sister, the mother of Paris Hilton. Is that how you get like a, 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 a gig as a whore? Hey, Paris Hilton's in my family. You're hired. You're in. There's the bowl of Rama, of course, from the 50s and 80s. Liquor store park. Oh, uh, Mike, in 2009, she played someone named Tina in Race to Witch Mountain. I guess that's the um, the rock guys one. Race to Witch Mountain, okay. Right. You yeah. don't know which mountain you're racing to? <laughs> Witch Mountain. Uh, the one over there. Check this Ooh, out, Mike. Spooky Mike. one. Tim was in Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. Right. Can you believe it? They made a second sequel? Oh, hell no. Of what? Of what? Sharknado 3? Oh, hell no. Yeah, Perfect. Excuse it. What, what What movie? Sharknado number three. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, check it out. James Spader comes through a window and starts playing music. It's that typical 80s boyfriend's coming. And then she's like, turn that music off. And James Spader goes, okay. And he turns the music off. I don't like Peter Gabriel either. Click. <laughs> so she's up in her room and she's like, you got to get out of here. Nick is coming over. My father's going to come in. He's like, I'm not leaving unless you come to my house for dinner tomorrow night. Nice. Oh, wait a minute. Is that supposed to be Prince? Already gotten at least is that Prince behind her or Michael, uh, Bruce Springsteen? Born it's in the Bruce USA? Springsteen. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Does her dad love Nick or something? Is that is little that, Steven? It, it, maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's not, it's not well, there's Prince, Johnny Rotten. There's Johnny Rotten, that's weird. Hey. I think I left my belt and my shirt in your room. Just kidding, I don't wear either. Oh, look at that, the dad's hooking up. Oh, that's shit. Nobody. What are we celebrating? Anthony Quinn knows. He's preggies? <laughs> That's nothing to celebrate. No, Nick asked for her hand in marriage, and Dad said yes. Oh, dude. Hey. In my bedroom? Gross. Nikki, what are you doing, Nikki? Selfish pig. <laughs> you don't give me the first drink from the bottle? Now... Here comes Robert Downey Jr. with a bicycle to give to James Spader. And he says it's a consolation prize. And she's like, consolation for what? He said, well, don't you know Nick is going to marry Kim? Oh, that's weak. Wait a minute. So what's up with Downey Jr.'s character? Is he, like, rich and in love with Spader? Why does he keep constantly hooking him up? He's just a friend. And, you know, it's a movie. So. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Getting married, she's still a sophomore in high school. <laughs> Nick, she's right. I know she's twenty-seven. Well, she 
He's a senior, and, and they're school. going to get this married. This was before they had special needs schools, Mike, okay? <laughs> but, should, but Anthony, you wouldn't have your daughter school. get married. They would stay there for 10 years. They didn't know what was wrong with them. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, that made sense. But still, like, a, a dad having, like, a, your senior <laughs> daughter is getting married, he's like, yes, I was going to pay for college, but this is better. <laughs> you know, like. Well, she says that when they're at the country club. He's like, are, she's. He's like, are you going to college? And she goes, I'll probably just get married. Spoke too soon. She's so distant. Even her hair is like not talking to him. Uh-oh. 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 Now, like Beyonce. Lots of times in a movie, the wind bugs you. Now, this isn't Florida, but the wind really was playing havoc with her yeah. hair. There was a previous scene, too, where the wind was blowing everything around. Ah, you noticed. I did, but for some reason, I'm giving California a pass. It's Florida's wind that drives me crazy. When I was in Florida, do you remember I sent you the video with the you wind? Did send and the well, wind was whipping the, the tree. On camera, the sound of it, you don't like? Yeah. Yeah, it drives me crazy. Like in Florida, especially because it's such a strong wind, and the trees are a different sort. So you can see them constantly going like this. And even when Carl was in Florida, he sent me a video, and there was a tree like, it's happening in this movie, but I'm giving it a, a hard pass because it's Southern California. Yeah. We know how to get to Mike now. Whoa, I know how to get to you, pal. Is that wow. weird? Like, play watching the video. Movies? <laughs> play the tree video. Sit them down. Strap them in. Play the tree video. <laughs> no. I have dedicated most of my life watching nothing but movies, right? You too, right? We've seen nothing but movies. That's the art form for me. But the moment of trees fucking whipping around, I'm like, fuck. That's what I learned from movies. Mike's argument is it's distracting. It's distracting to the story and the <laughs> scene I'm trying to watch. And the director should know that and not yeah. be in the wind. So That's she right. came to dinner. She did come to dinner. Now, what's going to happen is the mom's going to be all snooty and mention, like, you should come. You and your mother should come to this Rose Garden thing. But her mother died, so she's going to get all upset. <laughs> And she's going to spill a drink of red wine, which there's never, they talk about a stain. There's no stain. You'll see. Oh, look at that cream. Piano, like soft piano playing. They're having chicken tenders and chicken nuggets, 80s chicken nuggets and cream corn, uh, cream greens. They're doing a lot to like establish that these people are fucking like in a shit spot in their life. She was unpacking like cheap cereal before, like yeah. even the groceries she was getting. Like the art direction in this movie definitely is decent. You know the choreo choreo choreography and the art direction. Yeah, um, they were trying. They really did it. And, and it's a cinematography is cinematography. It's just you know. It's not deep. It's not. It's not really art. <laughs> now Nick's outside. I hate to say that. It's I feel. I really feel like the, it's right. telling the story. That's the way I always feel about films that are like busy like this, but not really much flash. He's getting the story going. It's just you know, it's yeah. more of the motion of the story than the actual. Aesthetic. This is almost like a like a sitcom that's a movie or something. It's like a a one shot sitcom. 
like, it like feels a, like I'm watching Fox in 1991, right? This it's is like no, one season. No, both one wrong. season of a sitcom that just got canceled. That's it. No. Just like from episode one to episode nine, that's it. There you go. Do you think that made the movie so rewatchable as a kid? Because it felt like a sitcom? No, yeah, it was just, it's just, you know, it, it switches around a lot. It goes, it, it moves pretty quick. Yeah. And, You know, as a as a young kid too, like you're always looking for like um, I'm not gonna say role models, but you know you're drawn to like uh, characters that seem cool and get the sure. chick. You know, you want to you want to be the dude that gets the chick. You want to watch that guy. And this, now, was, this, like, this is the spill. Huh? This is the spill that stains your dress, but there is no spill. Did she knock it over or like? Yeah. The, the mom mentioned her mom, and her mom died of cancer a year ago, so she got upset and by mistake spilled wine on herself. They're fighting already. There's I don't no think they're going to make it to Crumb no Cake. Stink. They're going to fight already. And it's, it's, you know, it is kind of cheesy. I mean, somebody just mentions your mom. She didn't know. Right. It was pretty lame. Her hair looks normal too. It was only a year or two. I mean, so I don't know, you know. Would would your mother like to go to the flower party? My mother passed away. Oh well, she could be there six feet under for flowers. <laughs> she could, no offense. She could be the fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We need fertilizer. Your mom grows a hell of a flower, bitch. Let me tell you. By the way, People... the mom's our Star Trek connection, Mike. Oh really? One every movie. Uh, original Trek or New uh, Next Generation? Uh, she was in the movie in 1998, Star Trek Insurrection. You know, like the new Star Trek. You know what I was watching? Just to sidetrack for a second. The other night was Galaxy Quest. You ever see that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. It's yeah, a great movie. Yeah. I love the hey, look where it is. Oh, it's Nick. Yeah. Oh, he was just driving around James Fader's hey. house. You want to pick up some bridal? Uh, <laughs> hey, we, for a wedding. We got to go get invitations taken care of. The Kinkos. What? <laughs> what do you want with favors? What kind of party favors do you want for your wedding shower? <laughs> At the Elks Lodge. Yeah. No, at the warehouse. Oh, she's going to join them back to her old ways. Right. Yeah, she just had like a sort of uh, fake problem at James Spader's house. So now the director's saying, okay, she's going to try her new life, her old life out again. But of course it won't work. Right. I'm drinking. Oh, the people who died, oh, died. died. And that's died, the thing, like, died. you know, like people who died, died. I they were all my friends. I don't think I was really partying yet. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, it was, that was amazing to me too. Like, oh, look, they're drinking. Oh. Yeah. Now, as kids do. Oh, that's what happens. 
He's drinking uh, and driving, he's right? Right. 30-second public service announcement, which warns against the dangers of drunk driving, was scheduled to head of each print of this picture. So they threw in a PSA before they showed the drunk driving. Yeah. Well, I was all going to support this, but I didn't realize it. They should have had Dude, honestly, I'm people. hanging up right now. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know your podcast advocated drinking and driving, Mike. <laughs> well, I'm actually calling for the car right now. Hang on a second. Oh, look glug, who's glug, talking, glug. Anthony Quinn. Who advocates drunk driving, Anthony Quinn? Whoa, whoa, Carl. No, you and me both, buddy. You and me both. You know we're out there. Terror's on the road. You You know it. Get back to the movie, pal. (laughs) Okay, okay. Died, died. Oh, people who died, died. died, died. died. Eddie, I miss you most, and I salute you, brother. What song is this? I know this song. This is Jim Carroll. Oh, that's it. I like that song. Here's the prices. You know, I think I know from this song from this movie. Dollar seven for regular. A dollar seven, not five dollars or seven. They're in Sherman Oaks. That's Southern California. That's around. Like Los I Angeles. said, 1984 Olympics was going on, and so they had to move it out to Reseda yeah. and other outward locations. Exactly makes sense. I remember cigarettes when I first started smoking when I was a kid. I don't smoke now. Dollar twenty-three. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's going right. to pee out the window. Looking at the gonna... camera, that one. Ooh, Winchell's. I just was at a Winchell's. Still the same. Now, you know, why does he is... keep looking for taxis? He keeps looking for taxis, Mike. Well, is it because he knows that his father's a taxi driver? Yes. Now, do you remember in the beginning of the film, they had the mark at the bus station? Well, this is Kim's old ways, and she's going to do the mark thing. But she's going to see that it's Matt, that it's the father. Oh, he just had dinner with. Doesn't the dad recognize her? They're running out of gas. So he's like, go hawk this watch. Like, I gave you that watch. It was a present. (laughs) Yeah, in L.A., you just go to a pawn shop if you need gas money and give them a watch. And then they're like, you know, it's the 21st century, right? Like, we don't don't know one buys watches anymore. And they're like, yeah. I was hoping to get a gallon's worth of gas from from hawking this. So look, she's doing it. No stain on her dress, by the way. And she will see that it's the dad. How upright? He's having a coffee outside the tavern. He's not in the bar itself. Right. Yeah. Dad, you know, she's not a fan of his father's comedy act. What a hack. (laughs) <laughs> what, he's a hack. Hack. what a hack yes look yes. at this acting she's acting well here yes whoa oh synthesizer hear that mute the organ urn Get a little backlight, a little. Oh, now look at how cool Matt Clark is. He fights back. Dad's well, you know, his dad was Secret Service or whatever the Leslie Nielsen story is. Was he? (laughs) He was Secret Service. 
You didn't know it was airborne taxi driver and cab driver. That's like every action movie now. Let's beat up this guy. You didn't realize I was a XX secret secret <laughs> operational like guy. Nobody, like nobody, Mis- like nobody. Yeah, you didn't now realize I got kicked out of the military. Wait, and I was Anthony, airborne. Anthony, watch this overreaction. He kills or he he shoots twice. Yeah, why? Why? That's great. Yeah, why is he shooting him? I never saw Nick with a gun even before this. Now, Nick does have a gun. It's been throughout. But we'll see this gun a lot in the end. All right. So now he leaves. He doesn't care if, if, if Frankie stays with him now. Right. Because he says, like, what the fuck did I just do? He goes... I know I you know. didn't like the dinner, but you didn't have to fucking shoot me. Now, Mike, when will you see the outlaw Josie Wales? When I know my wife's you... a bitch. That's also I know a Netflix my wife's a bitch, but Jesus, don't shoot me, man. <laughs> don't shoot me. Will you, you don't see it? about Mike? it. Do a podcast. I'll, I'll watch it, Carl. All right. Well, he's prominent throughout it. That's why you should watch it. Oh, cool. Dad, can you hear me? <laughs> Dad, you all right? I'll be really. Like, you guys shot you okay? I know you're in the real hospital. Estate's, real estate's down right now. <laughs> it's a good time to hop in. <laughs> what? Huh? I don't know enough about real estate to like say any keywords. CPR. I wish I. What the hell did you do? You just took your belt off? The fuck was yeah, that? man. It's a long movie. I can't. It's the second hour of Tough Turf. I had to take my belt off. Now, here this comes brother. Here comes brother, and we will see oh, the contrast oh, in how she behaves to the brother, and that'll upset Vader. But then Kim will show up, and he won't give a fuck anymore. Kim comes, huh? Oh, yeah. A little what bit if, later. Oh, right. That's right. I guess the the wedding is off now. His I don't brother, know. They uh, never talk about it. His brother does look like a freaking dork, though, doesn't he? Come on. They're all preppy. Oh, this movie. so weird. Where's your chick, Wait, bro? Maybe there's a wine stain. Look by her thigh. Okay. I think the internet was wrong with this continuity stuff. Look down the bottom right. Yeah, I saw that, but is is that a crest or the stain? Carl's obsessed with the stain. I am. I would say it's probably, if they said it was there, it's probably there. Because it seems like the art direction in this is pretty um look, serious. Look, they're going to kiss. Look. James oh, is in the shot for me to get a kiss. <laughs> I took this chick to a country club. I freaking sang her a song. I got beat yeah. up. My bike got broke. Everything. Finally, my dad gets yep. shot, and I get a little peck. Look how they show the bike, right? Like how far we've come from this little right. adventure. Still a reminder. Now, if you would like to see um, Kim Richards' boobs, you're gonna, but you're not. It's a body double. Okay. Oh, they switched the old boobs on us. What? Yeah. Dude, honestly. I think I knew it all these years. That's why I felt so betrayed. <laughs> Spader doesn't sing. 
There's body doubles in this movie. That's right. That's the lies. Foundation of my youth is fucking shattered, dude. That's 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 why. Yeah. That's why I didn't go to college, man. This fucking movie, dude. That's why I couldn't make it in community college, dude. <laughs> they should movie. call this movie Tough Titty. They should. <laughs> Good one, Mike. You want to see Kim's boobs? Tough Titty. The standard. It's floral, Mike. No, I'm saying like Tough Titty. You're going to see the body double. But see, like they have like, look, I used to do lighting like and stuff. Like, look at the lighting on her hair and stuff. It's very cinematic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Almost Isn't not that the Vaseline look. Don't they call not... it the Vaseline? Like, like you're smearing Vaseline on the uh, lens to make you look good. I don't know <laughs> if they did that technique, but I know what you're talking about. They used to do that a lot in Star Trek and other TV shows. Try yeah. to make it a uh, uh, the the make it flash, right? You talking about? Yeah. No, it makes it soft looking, as if she's a a dream. Like yeah, they, yeah, and they say sometimes pantyhose they used to do like sometimes tricks with. These are not oh. James Spade's hands. James Spade's hands. Good, good question. A uh, good. I wonder, Mike. I wonder. No, I never. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen Joe Dirt too, but the the movie logo. Sorry to talk about Joe Dirt too during the scene. It's a spade. It says Joe Dirt, and then there's a spade with a number with a letter two number two in it, and I'm like, why? What reference does Joe Dirt has to do with a spade? Doesn't make other sense. than David Spade plays his plays him. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, of course. That's that's got to be it. That's got to be it. So it's a movie that referenced the star by having an icon of the star's last name. How was Joe Dirt too? Oh, you got to see it. It's one of the great bad movies. It's just like it. It's uh, he's on Dennis Miller's show talking about something, and then someone else is talking about something, and it's all flashbacks. It's really poorly done. I'm really not the biggest David Spade fan. I don't mind him. I think he's funny. I don't mind him, but I don't. Um, you know, I don't like get off. I didn't on, really on, on hearing that he's in stuff. Yeah, no, talented. I hear you. He's talented, yeah, I, but you know, if I never saw him in anything again, it'd be fine with. He did a Netflix movie where he's dating and he dates this crazy woman, and I'm like, why do I want to watch David Spade dating people? Like, yeah, it's not yeah, top it's, of my list, you yeah. know? Yeah. Joe Dirt Two is was a Crackle original. You would have to go to the streaming app Crackle, which is owned by Sony, to see the movie, and it is one of the piss poor sequels of, of anything I've seen. It's really bad. Really? Wow. I mean, yeah. the first movie really wasn't, you know. The kind first of a movie cult. breaks. It breaks the rule of having him covered in shit where they hate the main character so much even though they're trying to make a movie franchise out of them. Like Listen, he gets we're missing the film now. Oh yeah, he's there's a big fight. She's so, kicking he's kicking her ass. She has now had sex with James Spader and he knows it. So he's furious and we're seeing the real Nick. He's beating up the father. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did he, he, oh, this is the, the father owns the liquor store. Right, and they uh, they live in the apartment above. Oh, this is her family store. Yeah. And he was reading the magazines even though the sign said not to? That was a different play. Oh, oh uh, right there, just now, uh, maybe you're... This guy's like, ooh, make myself some tea. I just got some. <laughs> you know, most high schoolers make tea. <laughs> I just got me some something. 
<laughs> Silesio seasonings. This is when you had to be home to get calls and shit. So this is Meet Me at the Warehouse, the same warehouse where we saw Jim Carroll. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Finale, yeah. Hotel but I, but I, you lay one finger on, damn it. Okay, Every now, movie, right? Now the script has a chance for the brothers to get together and the brother to help Jane Spader out of this terrible predicament, but they don't do it. Yeah, or the brother gives some kind of dad-like advice. Yeah, like something guy. like that. Yeah. What happens is the brother just dumps on him, and then he's like, you just try to stop me. And the brother steps aside. I really Rubik's think they triangle, missed an opportunity. Rubik's, Rubik's pyramid. You see that? Look, he's got his paint paint gun. Got my laser tag. He had a you Rubik's cube variation. Do you think James could take this dude? Well, the dude thinks he could because he steps aside. Yeah, I think he could too. He <laughs> the heart rate. They overdid it a little bit with that cardigan. I'm sorry. Yeah. You overdid it just a tad. You know what I'm saying? Like really, like I, I would have got it. I would have got you didn't have to go that far. You didn't have to just like make him like that. You know, I get it. He's from Connecticut. Okay. Now watch the brother. Look, he's got a can of beer. Check it out. Yeah. Beer. Oh, that's like repo man beer. It is like food. No frills. Half mark has so the he no goes frills to friend. get Robert Downey Jr. instead of his brother to help him. But Robert Downey's not there, so he's like, "Give him this note to meet me at the warehouse." Oh, that's that's Downey Jr.'s brother. I got brother. You. It's the only time we see him. I think this is poorly put together. They allude to him. They allude to him. That's how he got the car earlier. Right. They, right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's warehouse time. It's finale time. They're going to take their time with the finale, but we're going to get a lot of action right here. Oh, and it, this yeah, is like hey, Donkey wow. Kong. Some, some more fun 80s dance fighting. Awesome, man. I, <laughs> she, she's ho held hostage, right? She, they, the Bowser kidnapped the princess, and he has to yes. go save her? Yes. She is being Stop held tagging hostage. everything. We live here. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. She gave me a spray can. <laughs> Why'd you give me a spray can indoors if you don't want me to tag the warehouse? Also, he's the only guy who thought I should tag this warehouse, obviously. <laughs> Art creep warehouse. Yeah, dude, that, that place is pretty fucking cool. Let's, I was thinking we could do a mic there. <laughs> <laughs> right, you were looking, where can I place the mic? I could place it over there. I could put it there. You don't want that palladium, that four-sided uh, stage to perform. You, you have to do it in the round, you know? Dude, cry a mic. Maybe we can do some shows there, you know what I mean? Come on, let's do it, man. Fuck. I would have two two mics. I would have a mezzanine show going where it will be longer sets. And then... Uh... <laughs> yeah, dude. I think that's that's a comedy space right there. I don't know, man. That's going to be rough. The audience is going to want to respond. <laughs> they want to be involved. You're going to want to dance around or, or play horns. <laughs> uh, oh, what did you say? I loved you. And if you hadn't been me, 
Now, you know movies where they just punch a guy and poof, he's knocked out. They will right. do that now. The magic concussion. I th th you know what? I think he's been some other stuff too, right, Nick? Uh, Nick was he in must. very little. Nick was an 80s person. He was Down in... He was born in Newark, New Jersey, so he's got that.